If you don't use a CRM already, or if you are looking for a CRM jam-packed with features, we highly recommend HoneyBook. They have saved us a ton of time, which correlates to saving us money. We really love how simple it is to use and work through, from everything to sending out a brochure to creating an automated workflow. We feel they have everything you need. Just a disclaimer, we are affiliates of HoneyBook, and we would receive a small commission. So we would love it if you used our link below to start saving time and money today. Hey everyone, Phil Be About here with Be About Exposure. Welcome to our first podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're really excited to have you and we look forward to making a lot more of these in the future. We are about to do a lot of wedding filmmaking tutorials, product reviews, and general tips to help wedding filmmakers who are just beginning. So please make sure you hit that subscribe button and turn on those bell notifications so we can all grow together. Cue the intro. No, who am I kidding? We don't have an intro. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So we wanted to talk to everyone about the GH5 and why we still feel it's a beast for wedding filmmaking in 2020. We have been using the GH5 and the GH5S for about two years now. Not sure how much this year counts, so I won't. Overall, it's a great camera. It's light, flexible, and in our opinion, it's really cheap for the features you get. Everyone has their opinion on what's best for them, whether that's a Sony, a Canon, Fuji, etc. Our preference is the GH5 for beginners and wedding filmmaking based on a whole host of factors, which we're about to go over. All right, so let's talk about some features. We have IBIS, 4K60, 10-bit, HDMI out, IS lock, an articulating touchscreen, it's weather resistant, has dual card slots, and it can dual record. The GH5 has a built-in IBIS, which is one of the biggest selling points, as well as a tripod function that is crazy stable. During a wedding, we like to move around pretty freely with both prep sessions and portraits, so not needing a tripod or monopod is a really big deal. This shoots in 4K up to 60 frames. You can shoot in 8-bit or 10-bit color internal, but to shoot 4K and 10-bit, you need an external recorder like an Atomos. We offer live streaming, so the HDMI out is an awesome option. All right, so let's talk about autofocus. In our opinion, there's a lot of misconceptions about the autofocus with the GH5. There's a whole host of controversies with the quality of the autofocus, but we think this is a little misguided. For us, there's only two types of autofocus. Autofocus single and autofocus continuous. We configure the AE lock button to be the focus lock. Some people call it the back button focus. This pulls focus really quick using autofocus single, and we've never had a problem with it. The other focus option is autofocus continuous, or AFC, which we only use autofocus continuous maybe two, three times during a wedding, when the bride's coming down the aisle, or during the grand entrance, or maybe some shots doing portraits with a couple walking together, and we've never noticed an issue with it. For the rest of the day, we use back button focus, we maintain our distance, we keep a high aperture, and then we just walk around with the subject. All right, so let's talk about some of our settings. We shoot in 4K, 10-bit, long GOP. We tried all eye, but didn't really want to spend the extra money on cards. You need a V60 or above, which starts to get super pricey. We use SanDisk Extreme Pro 170 megabyte a second U3 V30 cards. 
We shot most of our weddings at 4K60 in 8-bit and would slow it down. Uh, but the 60 frames just seems a little too slow to us. So now we shoot prep portraits, etc. at 4K30 in 10-bit and the ceremony and speeches in 4K24 in 10-bit. We also shoot in .mov just because we use FCPX. We've shot in both MP4 and MOV, and we haven't noticed much of a difference. We would highly recommend you try a variety and settle on what your style is. All right, so let's look at LUTs and color profiles. We shoot in a natural profile. We haven't really played too much with Vlog L. Uh, our color profile settings are negative 5, negative 5, negative 4, negative 3, and negative 2. The same ones White and Reverie uses. They have a great tutorial on their page for settings. Uh, when it comes to LUTs, we personally like Forestry Films Natural LUT Pack, but those go on sale at kind of sporadic times throughout the year. Um, if you're looking for something that you can buy immediately, Gamut is putting out a really solid product right now that you can just go per The GH5 lets us customize buttons and settings, which is such a game changer when you can make the camera really your own. We've changed almost every function button to something that made more sense to us. For example, we changed the FN5 button, which is live view, I think, and we turned that uh, into our IS lock. So it's right next to your left thumb and it's really quick to get to. We also used all of the custom buttons in the mode dial. We have each one programmed. So C1 is our 24 frame shots. Our C2 is 30 frames. And C3 is 120. C3 is a little different and that that breaks down into C3 tack 1, C3 tack 2, and C3 tack 3. So you actually get three custom, you know, settings inside of that one C3. To be more specific, uh, we, our C1 is really our base settings. So everything is programmed into each custom button. So straight across the board in C1, 2, and 3, our ISO is 400, our Kelvin is set to 5600, uh, for C1, it's 24 frames. For C2, it's 30 frames. Uh, and then we have our shutter speed double that automatically. So for C1, our shutter speed is at 50. At C2, our shutter speed is at 60. Uh, we have our apertures set at 1.2 uh, because that's the lowest aperture that we have in our lenses. So it's really fast and easy to jump back and forth between you know, a, a bunch of different customizable settings. So let's talk about lens. You know, obviously using a micro four thirds camera, you need to remember to apply the two times multiplier to the focal length and also the aperture. We love Olympus glass and we use them for the entire day. Their colors are great. They're super fast at 1.2 aperture. They're weather resistant. The autofocus is compatible. And when you pull back on the clutch, they have hard stops in manual focus. You know, I was reading something today that said that Olympus is actually being sold. So you might have the option to buy some more Olympus equipment uh, at a pretty cheap rate here shortly. You know, I think with 
everything just in general that we just listed, the GH5 isn't going anywhere. And we are well aware that the GH6 is on the verge of coming out, which means that the GH5 is going to be significantly cheaper. And a lot of people are going to be trying to dump in their gear so that they can buy the GH6. Now, the GH6 is probably going to be a beast, but if you're just starting out, if you just want a cheap, super feature-laden camera, the GH5 or the GH5S, in our opinion, is really the way to go. You know, we personally use Andy Cine external monitors on both of our cameras, so we have a bigger screen. We have a five, I think it's five and a half inch. Uh, we don't have the touch tra- the touchscreen versions. However, you know, ours cost two hundred bucks, two hundred and fifty. So there's, it, it's not a crazy price difference. It's just, it has enough features to get you exactly what you need without being super confusing and, and an unbelievably high price point. Uh, we use third-party batteries. We don't, you know, buy the Panasonic batteries. We haven't had any issues. I think they're DSTE is the batteries that we use. Uh, we use you know, regular SanDisk cards like we talked about. And, you know, if you look at the link uh, to our kit.co that's below, you can check out all of our accessories. So you can, you know, you can actually see what all we have. Uh, But, you know, like I said, I understand that there's a lot of controversy when it comes to, you know, oh, I, I love Canon. I love Fuji. I love Sony. You know, it's really a matter of personal preference. Uh, It's not, you need to find what works for you. And what works for us is a GH5. A GH5 that we spent maybe 1200 bucks on that can shoot 4K, 30, 10-bit, and 422 internal with IPIS. You're going to be really hard-pressed to find another camera that does that at such high quality for that price. So... With that being said, feel free to leave your opinion in the comments. You can shoot us an email. Uh, Feel free to reach out to us. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram, just like everybody else nowadays. And I really hope that you guys liked our first podcast. I was a nervous wreck. So, you know, I look forward to seeing and talking to everybody here in the next couple of weeks. All right, bye. If you are looking to jumpstart your career and increase your abilities as a filmmaker, we highly recommend the full-time filmmaker course from Parker Walbeck. The course has hundreds of videos from camera basics to editing a corporate video. And did I mention they have Wedding Video Pro with Jake Weisler? The content is unbelievable. Use our affiliate link below to get started. You won't regret it. Just a disclaimer, we are affiliates of Full-Time Filmmaker and we would receive a small commission. So we would love it if you used our link below to launch your education today.